Let me introduce you to the elements. Hey, you, I heard you shining, but I got that gold membership. I rose from the bush like Valentine's petals from an unstable family of alkaline metals. Hitting prime time like Channel 5 specials, and I never handle rocks like Palestine rebels with pebbles. The antics and antiquities and Mr. Steve's always got a trick up my sleeve. Miss, please, ancient magic of witchcraft. Skip class, and I barely just passed. A young grasshopper that's trying to switch pads. She trying to get bent like light when it hits glass bong smoke got me blazed as hell burning weight like them 47 j's i scale you can tell by the amazing smell and my eyes stay tight like i'm asian wow my man dirty had the booty just to put me in the right mind. yeah you Never die as long as we got real shows like this holding us down. Yeah. Yeah. What up, Dormit? 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 Well, I attended parties in Hollywood where cocaine was passed around in bowls like it would they were hors d'oeuvres. They were uh, all kinds of different brands of marijuana, reefers, whatever you want to call them, in five-pound cigar boxes. And it was uh, just like you were at a, <laughs> a party, but the hors d'oeuvres were drugs. crack house where I saw a girl in a Catholic school uniform come in and she couldn't have been no more than 16 or 17 years old and she bought some cracks and left and she didn't even go home and change clothes for her so you didn't even send someone else for her she came what is up yo this is WNYU 89.1 to the F M Peter Oasis Darmic X. Yo, what's up, brother man? What's up? Technical difficulties is what makes college radio so great, so fun. I love it. You're listening to Now Where Were We, also known as NW3 Radio. It is a nice night in New York City. Thank you for listening. Got got some songs off there for everyone listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. We started off the set with uh What's the name of them dudes, man? Varsity Dropouts. Varsity Dropouts. Uh, I'm actually excited because I don't think anyone in the world is playing that record right now. Really? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but you will be playing it soon. Something tells me that those guys are going to pick up. Uh, They make fun records. They're out of Hollywood. Mm. So that's good. I mean, you know, Darman, we switch it up every now and then. You know, we go from like the oldies. Yeah. To the new joint sometimes we a little more playful we even threw a love joint in there uh from the guys is that they're, what they're called yes the guys from chicago and they're out of chicago um we've played that before and uh you know if you can support all the acts that we play you want to check out wnyu.org and you will find the playlist to the show and our past shows uh, i'd like to say what's up to everyone in the bronx just this past weekend on sunday had the opportunity to ride the tour de bronx bike ride and i had a great time cheers to everybody out in the bronx and everybody who traveled to the bronx for this wonderful bike tour it was a great time Darmic. i heard you don't even ride a bike or swim no, no, hold on. This is a myth that you have created. I do 
uh, I do swim. I can swim. Um, I don't. I don't know how to ride a bike. You don't know how to ride a bike. No, I do not. I might be learning this weekend with uh, with a good friend of ours, Michael Christmas, because he also doesn't know how to ride a bike. We might make some uh, entertaining something or the other out of that. Okay, I don't want to get too deep into this, but I remember my childhood or oh, anyone's God. childhood that when I the, was your age. One of the first things you learn is how to ride a bicycle. You learn how to tie your shoes. You learn how to throw a football, maybe throw a baseball, or ride a bicycle. What what went wrong in your childhood <laughs> that your father did not take you out, throw the training reels on the bike, and then eventually let you fly free, Darmic? Well, I grew up like right in front of a train station, and Boston's train stations or train system is like above ground, not underground. So if I was to ride maybe like two feet or like like fifty feet from the parking lot from our apartment building, I would be right in the middle of the road. I think between that and generally speaking, me being not so good at some of these like eye-hand coordination things when I was younger, still not, but you know, particularly back then, uh, it, it didn't work out so well. All right, so... I, I did learn once. One time I was with my I was at my uncle's place in like New Hampshire and they tried teaching me like it was kind of brutal. I was I was pretty older. I was older at that time. So, you know, when you're learning how to bike, ride a bike, you fall. And I kept falling and because I was a little older, I was falling from a further distance and it wasn't so fun. Um so I I don't know. I don't remember exactly when that was, but maybe maybe I was 11. But uh, needless to say, I, I don't think I remember. Didn't pop off for I, you. I, not really, not really. Well, again, congratulations to everyone who rode the tour of the Bronx this past weekend. Everyone in the Bronx, shouts to Kelly Green, my riding partner. Shouts to uh, my homie Eric Solar, who uh, I got to run into, run in, uh, into, and eventually mm-hmm. hang out at the after party. Uh, guys, thank the you for support. After party? Well, yeah, it was an after party. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, Darmic, you know where we ended up? Do you remember the early action Bronson video where he goes into the Bronx market and he buys prosciutto? Yeah. Then he comes out the market and he gives it to a uh, crackhead? Yes. Well, we went to that market, which is actually a great market. If you're ever up on Arthur Avenue, you're going to check out this market. We had uh, wonderful Italian sandwiches and and whatnot. But that's enough with my endorsement for the Bronx. As our listeners know, I I very seldomly leave Brooklyn. So I left Brooklyn for a great cause. And uh, shouts to our Ruben Diaz Jr., who is the uh, Bronx Borough President, who also rode on the ride with us. And it was wonderful. So shouts to everyone in the Bronx. Now that we got that out of the way, Darmic X, mm-hmm. another great week. Last week we had um, Jesse Kirschbaum. I'd like to thank everyone who's listened to that episode. If you don't know where to find the episode, that's easy. Go to SoundCloud, uh, NW3 Radio. You will find the uh, Jesse Kirschbaum episode as well as past episodes. Yes. Uh, you'll also find You Must Learn which is our radio documentary. Now, I also want to thank Jesse for uh, giving, allowing us to give two tickets away for Crown, which happened yesterday um, at Gramercy Theater with Elliot Wilson and T.I. And uh, our contest winner, Azim Khan, uh, was able to go, and he had a great time out there. So, shouts to Azim Shout- for checking in. And shouts to Jesse. Shouts to Azim from um, Heart uh, down in Bed-Stuy. Well, without any, without any further ado, yes. Darmic. We've been very blessed that the past two weekends we've had some movers and shakers who have the ability to uh, give tickets to our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, today we have... I need you to test the mic there, little lady. Bring, bring it up. Hi, guys. Hey. T- so today we have Katie Longmire, 
Uh, Katie isn't an agent. I know we promised our audience that we were going to provide an agent or feature an agent every day this month or every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. But we've kind of switched it up, and, and for good reason. Now, with the agents come the promoters. Uh, Dharmic, you know, I was a promoter back in my day. When I was your age, yes, I know. When I was your age. <laughs> I met I met Marshall Mathers when I was your age, Dharmic. Yes, you did. You did. Uh, so we, we have Katie. Uh, I, I'd, I'd like Katie to introduce herself to the audience because I, I don't think I can do this any justice. I think you could rep, your, rep yourself better than we can, Katie. So please say what's up to New York. What's up, New York? Maybe bring the mic a little bit closer. Okay. What's up, New York? Um, I am Katie Longmire, and I am owner of Good Peoples, which is a creative agency rooted in music. So we promote um, all kinds of talent, artists, uh, visual, musical, and we partner them um, with large-scale brands, and we help them develop their ideas and their concepts and spread them out into the world so you can experience them. I also co-own the Brooklyn Electronic Music Festival, which is coming up in about two weeks. So that's really exciting. And we will have tickets today. Yeah. We are going to give away some tickets. I actually just realized I have another show coming up that you can have tickets to. Oh, we so might be able to give away two sets of tickets. Nice. Amazing. So, you know, listeners, you're going to listen till later when we give away those <laughs> tickets. Uh, Katie, Katie, Katie. Now, wh- where do we start here? Uh-oh. I met you. You were a, a, a music... Don't date me too much, please. You were a music <laughs> industry girl. You worked at one of these fancy record companies. I did. Which label was that? Warner Brothers Records. Warner Brothers Records. And I, I remember seeing you up there once. I actually think I had a meeting with you, or I came to talk to you for some reason. I was up there for seven years, so that's very possible. It is very possible. And then, did you have something to do with uh, Wiz Khalifa? Are, um, are you responsible for bringing Wiz up there, or are you <laughs> instrumental in bringing Wiz up there? Uh, there was a team of people instrumental with bringing Wiz up there, but um, I did have the pleasure of being very close with Artie Pitt, who was part of his management team, and so the two of us were part of the catalyst of that conversation. Now, now this is Wiz's first deal that, that went sour, or, or, it, or it didn't produce great results, right? Um, I think... You know, that's the perspective of an artist. Uh, he had come up quite a bit on his own, um, and it was his first big break. So uh, he found his first label home. I think there's some credit to be given for the risk-taking on uh, signing an artist. At that time, people weren't really looking for new talent that wasn't very established. Um, and then he just evolved past that. Okay. So uh, you just signaled to me like really weirdly. Yeah, that was weird. But again, <laughs> audience, when I throw the ball to Darmic, I sig- signal to Darmic. So Darmic. See Darmic, uh, see he's Geno Smith with the microphone. That's that's what I'll say. That's all I'll say about that. But anyways, um so who else were you were you involved? Well, what your role wasn't necessarily A&R over there, was it? Or No, I had a very unique role. I was really lucky. I worked under the CEO Tom Wally, um and I worked in the brand partnerships department. Um, um, they noticed my skill set for liking talent that didn't necessarily fit in the traditional box that Warner Brothers had. So they were known for Linkin Park and Red Hot Chili Pepper- Peppers and Madonna and huge artists. Mm-hmm. 
and they started to go out on a limb and they signed Regina Spector and Tina Tegan and Sarah mm-hmm. and Talib Kweli and Wiz. So when those artists came into the building, there was kind of a team of people who were more familiar with that culture that would touch those projects. And I got to do that and um, more from a marketing perspective. It was bef- it was right at the beginning of what now is running rampant with branding where you see um, talent aligning with brands that was very new at the time so now this word marketing and branding gets thrown around a lot in the music industry everybody says they do marketing for something or they're building a brand so uh, maybe you could elaborate a little bit more about your role there and and what that really means what marketing really means when you're, you're at that level Um, In that case, in that role, my job was to sit with the artist, talk about what the messaging was behind their music and their projects. Usually it had been packaged or it was in the process of being packaged. And we would try to align them with brands that were culturally relevant to their messaging. Um, So, for example, um, we would align them with an LRG ad. That's I think LRG might still still did that for a very long time but they were really well known for featuring talent in their ads that was a clothing music crossover that was at the time rarely done right. so we would say hey LRG do you want to feature to live quality he has an album coming out let's make this all pop at the same time so that was sort of my role at that time to find that home I think we did a DC shoe collab with Tegan and Sarah they were super into that culture um, and it was a little bit more well what what mass consumers would call niche um, I consider it a, a space I live in every day mm. so this is kind of it sets the precedent for like seeing Wiki, Peter Peter's friend Wiki on Rat King up on billboards on uh, all over New York City, right? This is kind of like the for the for, forerunner to that. Yeah, that was the beginning of it. It had obviously started to bit like things were integrated into music videos. Um, rappers were calling out brands in their raps, and that was before they were getting paid for that. And so you know that evolved, obviously. So so now what we have we where you started you started at a label where and we spoke about this with jesse last week it was once um any artist's dream to be signed by a record label and and as a manager and as a as a spectator of the music business i i think now it's every artist's dream to align themselves with a brand whether it be soundcloud or reebok or you know in our case Darmic airbnb or or what have you and that just becomes a, another revenue stream for an artist. There are certain artists who survive in that space and only play branded shows yeah. and and can't tour to sell their lives, to, to sell tickets, but they live in that space. And I think that's a great way to go. I think if you could do it, if you could become the brand darling and, and your name is ringing in, in all these buildings and in all these boardrooms, then God bless you because it's it's not that easy to get in there. You know, because there are, so, there are just so many acts, and not all of them have a brand next to them. Some of them claim to be their own brands, as Darmic said before. Mm-hmm. I'm a brand. I yep. am a business. I'm a business. What is it? I'm I, not a businessman. I'm a business I'm a business man. man. You, know, you know how many times a week I see people tweet that? Like, what What business are you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you have seven followers. What, what are you selling? Who are you selling it to? <laughs> selling it to? But but that Katie kind of sets you up for for what you do now. I can imagine that you worked in this big corporate, 
evil office and you were like you know what i could take my skill set and take my skills and kind of walk away from this with the experience i have and what contacts i have and 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 kind of that um you know framework that, that you walk away with and and do it on your own and from what i see you went and you started good peoples and an event company after you left warner is that what you did yeah i mean um i actually started out in nightclubs um, and that's where I got a lot of my business savvy is hustling in nightclubs. It's a very interesting landscape of people, places, and things. Um, I was really lucky when I got out of college that that was my out of college job. So that you know, Warner Brothers was my corporate boot camp. Um, it was it was definitely a learning curve for me. Um, when I left, I actually left with their blessing and and continued business. Um, they just identified that I was kind of like a caged animal, I think, after about seven years, and I was starting to want to do other things, and then I started doing them, and I didn't want to be in the office anymore, and so it was better for me to just dive in. Um, but yeah, you know, good people's evolved out of my need to not, to have more creative expression than I had in the context of the brand I was working in, because, you know, there's a brand filter that's required. So that was my job, but I had all kinds of other ideas and feelings and things I wanted to do, and I kept on dabbling with them outside the office. So that's how Good Peoples came to be. I, I think a lot of great music people, a lot of good people come out of the nightclub scene. Like I, You know, you look back to like the Lear Cohens and the Russell Simmons who started as nightclub promoters who started in the club because that's where you found the talent, right? You found the rawest talent in the club. It's not, not the way it is now where, you, we, you know, Dharmic and I sit on SoundCloud and we listen to 12,000 SoundClouds. You know, you would actually go to a club, the DJ would be spinning, at least from what I understand, from what, what um, you know, Leo R and them say, is it, and, and a rapper would get on the mic and they'd rap. And you'd be like, yo, you would see at that moment that there was a connection between the rapper or the artist and the crowd. And you'd be like, I'm going to put more money behind this and I'm going to jump on board and help. Where now I think it's, it's a little lopsided because you could find someone who has a great song or a great couple songs, if you're lucky, right? Mm -hmm. But cannot perform those songs live and it kind of just messes everything up. You have a great song, you do a few shows, you get a reputation for being horrible at what you do on stage, and your career is over that fast. It could really happen that fast. We've yes. seen it. Yes. We've seen Trinidad James go. We're about to see Bobby Schmurder disappear. Like, we're just watching this over and over again. Now, in, in the space where you work now, with mostly a lot, a lot of electronic music, I think it's a little different. I, I it, it it's a bit different from from the rap world C correct me if i'm wrong um it's a little different but there's a similar transition because if you think about what a dj was before all he had was his crates so you were as good as the crates you brought to the the club and you had to know the kind of party you were going to play and you had to have an idea of what the people wanted to hear you had to be up on the current music and if you didn't bring the right crate it wasn't going to fly and um, there was, and then that transitioned into digital. So now you can have your entire repertoire on a USB. But and now they, they identify you by your hat or your vest <laughs> or your well, mask. That, but you know, there's an, an interesting era of DJs right now who transitioned into showcasing their skills, so, which I really enjoy. So good for them. You know, they there's still an element of crowd pleasing they don't just go on autopilot and play the same set or they can <laughs> showcase pump. what they do yeah I, I can't with the fist pumping you can't no 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 that's not allowed 
This is WNYU 89.1 FM, Peter Oasis and Dizarmic to the Izex. Our guest today is, is Katie Longmire. Thank you for listening, whether you're listening on the TuneIn Radio app or you're in New York City listening on 89.1 FM. Shouts to everyone out there. At the end of the show, guys, you're going to listen. You're going to win some tickets. Our guest, Katie Longmire, came with gifts, and it's awesome. We also have... Very special guest in the studio. Yes. A, a great producer by the name of Sebastian Sartor. And Sebastian will be joining us later to shoot the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darmic, why don't we play some music? Want to get into uh, the music? Are, are you ready to play some music? I think so. Maybe. Maybe. Katie, Katie, Katie. Can you, you want to rap? Um, I wish I had that skill, but I'm going to leave that to the great. Yeah, it was funny because Darmic sent you the, the message like, yo, we're going to play three is the magic number and you're going to rap. And you were like, um, I'm good on that. I was like, um, Peter, what is this you've gotten me into? Yeah, I was on autopilot. I just sent a, a copied and paste thing, you know, slop, sloppy Sundays. For, for anyone who okay we're about to get into music I'm thank sorry. you for listening for anyone who <laughs> sorry who's listening to listen to a certain rapper certain rapper isn't here but we delivered someone better Sebastian Sartor Peter Oasis Katie Longmire Since 1993, Women for Women International has worked to provide job skills training, rights awareness, and financial and emotional support to women in war-torn regions of the world. From Afghanistan to Kosovo to Sudan, the organization has aimed to empower and assist women affected by war and conflict. For more information and to learn how you can help, visit www.womenforwomen.org. Again, that's www.womenforwomen.org. This has been a public service from WNYU. And what's your name? I go by the name of Navani. And I'm sure everyone in the New York City area recognizes the voice. What do you have coming up tonight on Squeeze Time, Navani? I was invited back by the halftime show to uh, pay homage to Latinos in hip-hop. So I'm excited of doing a special episode of Squeeze Time um, talking about the contributions Latinos have made in hip-hop. Nice. Well, it's good to see you here. Thanks. Good see, to see you. Yeah, I walked out and I saw Navani. I was like, whoa, Navani's here. This is awesome. Navani, why don't you come in and read the PSA? And I try to stump you and you read it so well because Navani is not Petey Cologne she can read you know I mean there's a difference here well stay tuned of course as usual the halftime show coming up tonight uh, the Peter Oasis Darmic X still here Sebastian Sartor can, can you set hold young on, Sebastian hold on, hold on. up let's see, let's see what you got what you got speak into that mic yo 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 can we hear yo try it again I've got no headphones um, alright we're gonna hook that Sebastian that up with some headphones Katie Longmire is still here I'm here. What a great night it is in New York City. It's a mess. Katie Longmire, why don't you take a seat? Again, WMYU 89.1 FM. Now where were we? NW3 Radio. Yo, Sebastian, test your mic, homie. Yo, yo, yo. Um, I got nothing. I don't know what's going on. Katie Longmire, what's up? The struggle is real. What's going on? All right, so as we were saying earlier, Katie Longmire is the... Boss lady of Good Peoples. Good Peoples organizes events around the city, pairs artists and music festivals and events with popular brands. And with that money, she gives the opportunity to a lot of musicians and artists to thrive. I've always wanted to say that, Dormick. Thrive. Thrive. Congratulations. You, 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 yeah, I, think, I think we are. No, I don't think we are, actually. I'd like to introduce also in the studio right now is Sebastian Sartor. You Sebastian. Mike. Check, check. Check. No? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, That's Sebastian, good. introduce yourself to our audience. 
I go by, my name is Sebastian, I pr produce records and make music. And, and most importantly, you, you had a really big record that our audience will definitely know because we played it up here. Let, let our audience know what record you produced. Produced King Push. With? Pusha T. With Kanye? <laughs> Pusha T. <laughs> yeah, some guy named Kanye West. I don't know. I'm unfamiliar. I don't, I don't know who that is. For our audience who doesn't know who Kanye West is, you're going to go Google Kanye West. And I, I think you should listen to a song called Jesus Walks, which is probably the, the best rap song ever made. But this, this is not about Kanye. This is about young Sebastian. It's about Katie Longmire. Katie, do, do you ever work with Kanye? I've never worked with Kanye before. No? No. I've worked with Hudmo, who worked with Kanye. Yeah. That's that's the closest I've gotten to that. I met him at the Made in America tour backstage very briefly. Was he was he angry or was he was he? He was actually in the best mood ever. Really energetic, really excited. Ran up on stage, thanked his big bro Jay Z. I was actually very impressed. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Sebastian also had a run-in today with young Kanye. <laughs> yeah, I ran into him. <laughs> did, did you say what's up or you, you let, let him no, be? No, I just let him be. He was doing his thing, so... Where was he? Some place. <laughs> that will not be loading. Sebastian run, ran into uh, young Kanye today dining at the, um, the Mercer Kitchen. Is that what it's called? Perhaps. I'm not sure, though. Ah, well, our audience knows because I, I talk about this often when Kanye was doing his big shows here in New York at the uh, Garden, the uh, paparazzi was uh, hanging out in front of his house down on um, Houston Street. So our audience knows where Kanye lives. Just Every, because. But everybody knows where Kanye lives. Like TMZ was like all up in there. It's, it's pretty, it's on Houston somewhere. Unless he sold that. In the last few months. Well, I, I could imagine, and S Sebastian, I could imagine that the the Mercer would be a great place for him to eat because he would only have to walk steps from his house. Let's get taken, no? Um, is that Mike? It's taken. It, it should be working. You just got to speak into it. All right, my fault. <laughs> Sebastian, you it's a funny angle, like to look at you. Maybe you and, can, like, maybe chat. you can, maybe you can sit down and bring that. Can like, I you bring can... this. With, let me bring this with me. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There uh, go. So, audience in New York City, here's what we're gonna do. Our guest, Katie Longmire, is going to give away some tickets. Now, Katie, you're gonna let the audience know what they're going to win. Okay. Well, I guess let's start with two passes to the Brooklyn Electronic Music Festival. And and when's that going down? Um, November. We have a pre-party on the 6th, which the passes include, and the full festival is on November 7th and 8th. All right, that's the Brooklyn Electronic Electronic Music Festival, also known as BEMF. Yes. Right? Yes. All right, here's what you're going to do. This is our favorite time. Audience, we are going to play a little game, okay? Uh -oh. Sebastian do you want to ask a trivia question to our audience, or do you want to leave that to Darmic because he's great oh at this? Oh my god! Oh, I think Darmic's got it. <laughs> Darmic, do you got it? <laughs> Darmic, do you got it? Okay, New York City, because it's bloody fall, and I, I'm here on this oasis. All right, here's the question for today: Who? What is the name of Ti's wife? Ah, that's a good one. What is the just the first name is good enough, right? The first name. Yeah. So you're gonna call the number is two one two nine nine eight one eight one eight. 
I love using that that button. It's 212-998-1818. Let's see if anyone calls. You're going to win tickets to the Brooklyn Electronic Music Festival. Is there anyone out there? Nobody's calling in yet. Um, we probably have to wait for a little bit. So, so why don't you? In the meantime, why don't you tell us some of the people who are on in uh, performing during the Brooklyn uh, Electronic Music Festival? Okay, I have a, a little list of people I want to call out. So, um, first, we should tell people a little bit about the festival. Um, you get one pass, and you get to go to ten venues of music over two nights, and you get into all of those venues with with these tickets. So, um, it takes place in Williamsburg. And um, some of the people that I'd love to shout out. We have the Cut Chemist and DJ Shadow Tour joining us. Hello. They're playing African Bombada's records. Yep, yep. Stay on the line for one second. Um, and that's called the Re- Renegades of Rhythm Tour. Um, we have Eats Everything. He has a tour that's going to be joining us at Output. Gas Lamp Killer from the West Coast. He's one of my faves. Who has great hair. He does mm-hmm. have great hair and great energy. He likes to flip that hair around a whole lot. Um, if you're a Nine Inch Nails fan, Alessandro Cortini is going to be performing Little Boots Live. I so what we're forever. doing, here, Katie, here's what you're doing. <laughs> you're educating our rap audience and you're exposing them to, to music that otherwise they wouldn't see, not because they don't want to, it's because they're not checking for it. Now, Darmic and I, we co-sign this fully. Yes. We co-sign electronic music because... As we know, rap comes from electronic music, and rap and electronic music go hand in hand. I believe we have a caller. Caller, what's your name? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. My, my bad, my bad. Everything's going wrong for me today. Yo, caller, what's up? You're on the phone with Peter Oasis, Darmic X, and Katie Longmire, Sebastian Sartor. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. What's your uh, name? Where are you calling yeah. from? Uh, my name's Chris. I'm calling from uh, Peekskill, New York, right up the river. Nice. Thank you, Th- thank yeah, you for listening. But I hate to let you down, but I honestly, I don't know the name of T.I.'s wife. But I'm, sit- I'm sitting at my computer and I was tempted to Google it, but I'd just be cheating. Well. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a trivia host. I host trivia, and sometimes I ask questions like this. And I okay, how about this? If you could ask a question and you could stomp any well, there's five people in this great studio tonight. Ask us a question, and if we we if you could stomp us, you get the tickets. Oh, all right. Let's see here. Um, how many states are in the Eastern Time Zone? Ooh! Oh! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> okay, Darmic's counting on his finger. Sebastian holds a, a European passport. You you stomped him. <laughs> K- Katie, oh, I'm like going through this in my head, but Katie, all, don't look at what, what am I all, all the money your parents invested in your university education. You, like I attended so diligently, same. while I was hanging out in nightclubs the whole time. <laughs> Gold star for you. Oh man, I, I think you may have won this. Okay, <laughs> hold on, Darmic. So maybe, maybe like twenty uh, three. 23? Oh, man. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, you got it. I got it? Wait, Darmic. Yeah, yeah, there's... Oh! Wow! Yeah, there's 23. All right. All right, here we go, here we go. I'm going to give someone else. Yeah, why don't we go to somebody else? All right, thank you, brother. Thanks for listening. No problem. Take care, guys.
Shouts to Chris, but caller, you're on I'm the air. Impressed. You're on the air with Peter Oasis, Darmic X, Katie Longmire, and super producer Sebastian Sartor, who saw Kanye West today while he was eating. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Tanika. I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, wow. This is, you know what? I think you're the first female caller who's ever called our show to win something. Where in Brooklyn, you, where in Brooklyn are you calling from? East New York. Ah, uh, where are you in East New York? You, you on Pennsylvania Avenue? Where are you at? New yeah, Lots? Yeah, it's right around that area. Shouts to everybody in East New York. Pink Houses, Cypress Hill, all that. Good good for you to call. Now, Thank you. we have a little contest. You, you're going to win some great tickets to an amazing music festival happening in Brooklyn. On the other side of Brooklyn and in Williamsburg. You're going to answer the question. The question is, and it's a pretty easy one. What is T.I.'s wife's name? Tiny. Tiny. Bing, 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 bing. Yay! So th- this is great. Okay. I, I, this is amazing that you're calling. You know what? And the fact that you're listening in East New York is even great. I, I have a, a strong connection to the area. I'm, I'm from one side. One stop, one train stop outside of East New York. So shouts to everybody in Ozone Park, everybody in City Line, and everybody in East New York. Here's how we're going to arrange the uh, tickets. You're going to, are you on Twitter? Maybe you could tweet at Dharmic or you could email Dharmic. Dharmic, how would you like to do this? Um, Twitter might just be easier. Dharmic X, if, if that works for you. Does that work okay. for you? Okay, you're going to tweet at D-H-A-R-M-I-C-X, and then um, Dharmic is going to arrange the tickets. Do you have any shout-outs that you want to give? And remember, don't curse. I'd like to give a shout-out to my daughter and Paulie Walnut. Paulie Walnuts? Yes. Is that one walnut? Is that a nut or nuts, plural? With a Z. <laughs> Yo, Paulie Walnuts, is he also from East New York? Yes, he is. Yo, Katie Longmire, why don't you shout-out East New York? Yo, big shout out to East New York. I also love that uh, one of the ladies called in. Ah. Yes. Well, well, thank you for calling. And uh, tweet at Dharmic and, and have a great evening, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, be well. Good night. And that that was great, Dharmic. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, Katie, that was dope. you real, this is so out of the ordinary that a woman called this show. Really? Also, well, call her from what's the. What's up, guys? What's up with that? It's just the nature of rap music. I I would uh, slowly roll a little bit. Uh, on that one. No, in the sense of particularly underground, the underground rap world, and a lot of the people, for example, who go to the shows, as Peter knows, having thrown many a rap show. I think I met Peter backstage at a rap show what a, a long time ago. <laughs> where, where, where was this story early on? Why don't you... Uh, I mean, you, you referenced it in our email. You knew we would be doing some reminiscing, but um, that's that's a place that we met. So so nice. what, what, what was the show? Who I don't knows? even remember which one I went to. We were both at almost all of them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That was just so shouts to rap video. shows and the rap audience. Yeah. And the ladies who hang out. Yeah, all five of them. Excuse you. All, all <laughs> six of them. Yeah, Sebastian, I, I saw you at a rap show recently. I, I saw you over at the Action Bronson show. Yes, we were. You were there hanging out. Did think, you have fun? I, th- I thought it was a great show. When, I feel like I saw you at another show also. Is that, is that, am I making this up? Maybe. Maybe I'm making this what up. What show was that? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I, so got I ran into lot. you on the street once. Yes. And I was on, I was on my way to see a... Hudson, I think. 
Ah, uh, yes, 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 in Brooklyn. That's what it was. You were going to see uh, tonight, actually, right? No, it was uh, just Hudson Mohawk. Just Hudson Mohawk. It okay. was Cashmere Cat opening. Uh, like, just before him, and it was. What, what else was I think it was Trippy Turtle. Mm, okay, yeah, Wait, yeah. Who, someone please explain to me what a Trippy Turtle is. <laughs> <laughs> what is a Trippy Turtle? What is a Trippy Turtle <laughs> for 10 points? <laughs> Longmire, this is your area of uh, expertise. <laughs> Um, what is a trippy turtle? <laughs> is well, it A, an animal? B, uh, no, okay, I'm kidding. A lot of people thought it was a secret alias for Cashmere Cat, so yeah. they actually uh, started coming out together to make sure that everybody knew that that was not the case. They're both very talented producers. They both lean towards Jersey Club. Mm-hmm. Fist pumping. I would actually say to your hip-hop audience, that's a good place to start if you want to cross over into dance music <laughs> as Jersey Club. So no. Jer- Jersey Club is not, is it? So is Jersey Club the fist pumping rah-rah? No. no. Okay, no. So, so explain a little bit more for our audience who does, when they think Jersey Club, they think Jersey Shore. That's such uh, a bad rep for that genre. I'm going to say that myself. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, so, so uh, <laughs> what, what, what exactly is Jersey Club? Um... Uh, there are a lot of differing opinions on this. Um, you can kind of look at well, Baltimore Club and how that evolved up the East Coast, and Jersey has taken that sound into their own. If you hear mm-hmm. a bed squeak over a track, you can pretty much identify that as Jersey Club. I'm looking over here at oh, you to rith- back that, me up that, here. That rhythm as well, though. Yeah, they have a very bass-heavy rhythm. Um, and they do a lot of mixing. Yeah, that. <laughs> Listen to this guy, the producer over here. Is there any one one song or artist that our audience should check out? We're edumacating, y'all. Yeah. Okay, you want to Google Tripping Turtle Head? <laughs> trippy Turtle. Peter. I would say the Trippy Turtle and Cashmere Cat are both very well known, but if you want to go straight Jersey, producer in Jersey, you should go with Natus. Yeah, Natus. Um, DJ he Hope Boy. A, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Natus has a track called Newark, which is amazing, mm. um, and it's a nice tune that'll help you cross over. He also has some really great mixtapes that you should check out. Now, um, Cashmere Cat is friends with with your with your good friend Zvi, uh, isn't he? I, I saw him on Zvi's Instagram. He just may be. Yeah, I he just saw be. that once in a while. So there's there's some hip hop connections. I'm sure they out work here. together. Yeah, and also another producer who I find um, good for like both to, for rap fans to get into is is Kay Trinata um, from hey, Montreal. Hey. And I played one of his records actually, the Charles mm. Barkley record. I played that during the set. You know, interesting fact: last year Kay Trinata did an exclusive mix for the music festival. Oh wow! We premiered it on Pitchfork, and it's on our SoundCloud. So nice. if you want to, what is that SoundCloud? Let um, our audience know. SoundCloud backslash Brooklyn EMF. Benf. Brooklyn EMF, yes. Brooklyn EMF. And I'll, there's a bunch of exclusive mixes, but K. Trinata is included in that. Yeah, Sebastian, I'm, I'm so lucky that you're here because you're well-versed in this uh, this new music. I, I, I don't listen to new music. I listen to straight rap music. Check it out more sometimes. <laughs> That's not entirely true. I, I think you're not giving yourself enough, enough credit here, Peter. You know, I once listened to uh, Massive Attack when I was younger. When I was your when age, I was your I listened age. to the Chemical Brothers Tell and uh, Goldie. <laughs> that was my Goldie was sick. That he's was sick. my introduction to electronic music. Now he's a movie star. Who is Cashmere Goldie? Goldie? Goldie. <laughs> <laughs> Cashmere Goldie. You're listening to WNYU 89.1 FM. Now where was he? NW3 Radio. Tweet at Dharmakex. Tweet at Good People. Say what's up to Katie. Hi guys. Sebastian, are you on the Twitter machine? 
I am. I am. I'm pretty. I'm pretty rubbish with like social media. <laughs> rubbish. Rubbish. A lot of time just crafting and, and creating. Typical Working. artist. I don't listen to anyone else's music. I don't uh, do this. I don't do that. I'm in the studio. This phone thing. I mean, what what but phone? Anyways, it's at Sebastian Sartor. S A R T O R. Are you single, Sebastian? <laughs> We're gonna go down this road now. No, I, I'm asking Sebastian. Sebastian, are you single? I'm gonna say for my privacy. Nah. I don't oh, know. Well, we were gonna give away a date to. Well, we have all these women <laughs> in the audience here listening to Katie Longmire. I wanna maybe give away. You know, we we have a co-host who comes in every now and then. She's from one of these uh, online uh, television networks. Her name is Emily Oberg, and we try to give away a date with Emily. And sure enough, someone called. Someone called and someone wanted that date. And How'd they wanted go? the date. And Do we know? The date enough. didn't happen. They didn't get past DJ Clips, who was kind of screening people, and it didn't work out. Nah. But, um, Good filter. Good filter. For, for, for those people out there who, who are Emily Oberg fans, Emily will be back next week, Darmic. Oh, okay. I know she wanted to be here tonight, but we, we had to make room for the rapper who kind of fronted on us. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, we... You know what? Rapper fronted and, and things work out the way it's supposed to be. Sebastian's sitting here and, and it's a blessing to have him here. Thank you. Katie's still here. Now, if you want to check out Katie, the New York Times, you may have heard of it. Uh, <laughs> what, what is the what? You may have heard of this newspaper. Well, our audience is, is kind of probably illiterate, I'm, I'm guessing. Whoa. Why are you making fun say. of the audience, man? No, Don't I, disrespect yeah, the people. The, the audience has so much love for us, Darmic, that they know our sense of humor by now. Okay, Peter. But uh, the New York Times, I, I was interested to see a photo of you and a story in the Times, which is awesome. Thank Can you. you tell our audience a little more about that? Um, I was very honored to be featured in the New York Times for um, what I do with Good People's partnering brands and building parties. And there's a big picture of me at the top of that article wearing a shirt that says Spiritual Thug, and um, it focuses on some of my better attributes. Nice. <laughs> well said. There's also a photo gallery, and there was some interesting stuff of me in the studio with Aesop Ferg and Nick Hook. And um, some backstory of my party, so you see behind the scenes before people fill the room, and some of my collaborators. Nice. I think you're the uh, first guest we've had who's, who's been featured in the Times. Rory, I guess. Rory was featured shortly um, after, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, were, Katie Longmire. Were you featured in the Times? No, no. No, I wasn't. The story is that a, a good friend, John Caramonica, promised me that if I die before him, that I would get the front page of the arts and leisure section. But I don't plan on dying anytime no, soon. No, no, so no, no. that's a story you're not going to read, America. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, hopefully. Okay. Yes. Um, Sebastian, have you been featured in the Times? I have not been featured in the Times. No? No. There was a massive hysteria around the time King Push came out, though, because people yeah, thought Are we that. allowed to discuss this, Sebastian? I mean, like, it's old news, though, right? Yeah, it is old news. Old, for old to some. some. Darmic? Yeah, so the people thought that King Push was produced by uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. And uh, then eventually the the truth came out, and it's kind of a crazy story how Joaquin Phoenix is even involved in all of this. Why don't you take us through that a little bit? Uh, Joaquin is the person that, that sort of pushed one of my records on to to the camp and I didn't know it was going to them I didn't I was kind of out of the loop and all of that and then I don't know a few weeks later just got a mysterious email in my in my inbox <laughs> so so how did Joaquin Phoenix get your beat 
I, I played him some tracks when I was on a trip um, and we were just kind of connected and played him some music and he got pretty excited about some of it some of this shit mm-hmm. nope but anyways um yeah okay so then so you know, I, I usually have um, Adam Sandler play my beats for people. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, go to, you know, I go to my band Denzel Washington. Uh, you know, Adam um, Denzel, I need you to uh, play these beats. Well, that this is a great American story, actually. <laughs> yeah, and that, and it was funny because people actually thought Dude produced the record, but yeah. it was you. Were you like, no, I did that? That why nah. is this Phoenix guy getting all the attention? No, nah, it's cool. I'm, actually, did uh, you know that that was the same song? Uh, right initially because oh, I, I wasn't I wasn't certain of what was going on I didn't really like you know I, I don't know I guess that's the way things go but I just I ended up actually hearing the song through uh, through Instagram the first time from from the listening party from like a little clip nice because <laughs> I got left out of the listening party <laughs> the, the doorman wouldn't let me in oh you were trying to go to that I was trying to go like I was supposed to be all kosher and then guy at the door was like nah that listening party was crazy I think Pharrell couldn't get into that listening party no, actually no, neither could um, who was it it was Pharrell and somebody else 2, two, chains, two chains I think chains, right? yeah. yeah yeah that was because I think they shut it down because Kanye came and Kanye got drunk and started speaking incoherently it was good times this is interesting Katie Longmire I know that when I worked as a, as a, pr- a producer of concerts and stuff I never liked to go out do, do you go out often um I've started to go out more lately, um, but my rule is I go out when I love the music and then when I'm supporting a friend. Mm. Yeah, mm. my rule is if there's not a paycheck waiting for me, that used to be my rule. I- I'm good at home. But, uh, I have Netflix. I have The Walking Dead. I'm a big fan of dinner parties. There's, uh, no one invites Darmic and I to their dinner parties. Hold on, we don't not we do not hang out at night beyond this show. Let's yeah, make Darmic, that clear. Yeah, Darmic, let's go out tonight. Darmic, <laughs> no, but let, hey, Darmic, why don't we go out? <laughs> the point being that because I go out to like concerts and things like that, and all the time. All, yeah, I'm out and about, but I'm also a lot younger, so I, I have the energy and the legs to go do that. Peter, um, Pete, when Peter does go out, he doesn't make it past the 15 minute mark. Custom made walking stick. I don't know. I think I've seen Peter necessary. in the club past 3am we're both probably getting paid at that time but that definitely happens well yeah, I'm saying nowadays it's happened. I'm, not sure, I'm nowadays. sure it has happened but it, it happens. last time you were out for a long period of time uh, I don't know was it the Bronson was it the Bronson shows was it the um, yeah so- I, I think it'd probably be like the dates that uh, Party Supplies is working on because no I like to stay around here's the thing here's the thing and you guys know because you guys go out if you stay to the end of the night when it's time for the uh, club to sweep the floor, and when the lights come on, you could find some really good stuff. <laughs> Ka- oh. Katie, have you ever found anything in the club? I'm being honest. I have no, no idea what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I, I found money. I found uh, party supplies. I <laughs> Real found, party supplies. I found, party supplies. <laughs> I, I found all types of good stuff, and if you stay long enough, you will find that stuff. I think if you stay long enough, you get to see all the interesting things that happen. That's why I stay. Nice. That's it, true. In comes Susio Smash. Susio, grab that mic and say what's up to the audience. What's up, audience? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what's up, man? DJ Eclipse is here as always. That's- the Squeeze Time show coming up. Celebrating Latino heritage. Yeah. Now, Katie, although you may look Latina, you're not. But what I want to bring up, it's kind of going to lead into the Squeeze Time show. I've always said that Latino rappers never get their due. 
I always feel that there have been many great Latino rappers who are pioneers in the rap game who don't get their respect. I, I kind of feel that, you know, it took like Pitbull, you know. <laughs> like Pitbull is like the, to some people, the most famous Latino oh rapper. Oh yeah, that's sad. And, and, and it's true. I, it is true. You know, it's like there there are some greats, obviously, like Fat Joe, who went on to do great things. But there are so many great Latino rappers who don't get love. If you love Latino rap and you love the uh, conversation around Latino rap, you're going to want to stay around and listen to the Squeeze Time show uh, with Navani and Susio. Susio, who do you have coming here tonight, man? Is uh, Melo Mayonnaise coming here? The uh, Mentirosa guy? Who do you have? Little Pun? No, he's not coming through, but he, we're playing his Little record. Little Pun? Chris Rivers. Little Pun is coming through. Little Chris Pun. Rivers. Who else? Uh, Shaheem, uh, he's Puerto Rican. Breakbeat Lou coming through from Ultimate Breaks and Beats. Nice. We have uh, Rob Markman from MTV coming through. <laughs> we have, he's Latino? Uh, yes, he is. He's Puerto Rican. No way. Yeah. Where do you get a name like Markman? Uh, well, we, we'll talk about that. We'll figure it out. You know, I once changed my name to Pete Silverstein, but it didn't stick. <laughs> how, how long did this last? Were you yeah. trying to make more money? Yeah, I was like, for now, I'm now known as Pete Silverman. Uh, so dead that. So that, that's great. That's what's coming up. Katie Longmire, where's your mic? It's going away. Are you Latina, Katie? I'm not, but I'll take that as a compliment. I think Latina women are beautiful. Nice, yeah. Darmic, you've had a Latina girlfriend? No, I haven't. Sartor. Negative. Never? No. Hmm, I don't think I have have either. Really? Nope. Interesting, interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah, wow. This is a great conversation tonight. Sometimes I wish our show was 20 hours so we could just keep talking, you know, put a bottle of uh, some magic potion here and keep going (laughs) forever. Sebastian, what, what do you have out right now that our audience can listen to? Um, there's a new mixtape that just come out, came out on that piff with an artist called, based here in New York called Gashi. You got two tracks on there. Mm-hmm. Check that one out. Um, and, and that's then, a free mixtape. As free mixtape, yeah. Well, mixtapes are free. Mostly. Yeah, yeah, and it's on that, that piff homepage. Nice. And then just been working on some more stuff. Nice. For your little ears. Has uh, Taylor Swift called you yet? Is that how it works out? Like, you get some big placements and then, like... Taylor Swift's representative calls you like we need you in the studio tomorrow. So stoked! No, no, <laughs> no, hasn't. Hey, have you gotten any calls like that? Like the uh, who are these big pop stars today? What's that white girl that rolls with Ti? Iggy Azalea. Azalea Banks. What is it? Iggy Azalea. Not the just... same person as Azalea Banks. No, no. Azalea Banks is the angry girl, right? Yes. She's like... Azalea Banks is the one with the chip on her shoulder. You could say she can actually rap. She she's not bad actually. She's pretty good. She's Latina. Susio. No, she's she's. she's can can we just name some artist and then and, and Susio will answer if they're Latino or not? <laughs> Ti, he he looks like a Dominican. <laughs> he looks Dominican. That's not not Dominican. No, he's not. Not that I know of. Uh, who else? Oh, what what about those invisible scratch pickle DJ uh, Filipino no, guys? They could all pass as Mexican. They Filipino. They are the Puerto Rican of the Asian people. Puerto Rican of the Asian Asian people. I wonder if Vijay would would mess with that. What about that uh, comedian? What's his name? Aziz Ansari. Is he uh, Dominican? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chill. 
No. Chill, <laughs> chill. Well, I just offended the one Punjab in the, in the yes, building. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm not even Punjab. Wow. That's Yo, not- <laughs> why, why don't we open the phones? Yo, anyone who wants to call, you got three minutes to talk to Darmic, Sebastian Sartor, yours truly, Oasis to the Wiz on. What number did I call, Darmic? Two, one, two, nine, nine, eight, <laughs> one, eight, one, eight. Let's see if anyone out there wants to talk to Darmic and Sebastian. Sebastian, who's once met Pusher T and couldn't get into his uh, release party. Call it, you on the air. I'm uh, actually calling. Wait, you have, wait, 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 slow down. You got to turn your radio off. Or down. Oh, oh, sorry about that. There you go, how's that? What's your name? Where are you calling from, brother? I'm actually uh, right here in New Jersey, and I couldn't help but, you know, listen to your program because I'm from the Motor City and just wanted to call and give you guys a shout out and say you're doing an excellent job the way you represent, the way you communicate, the whole nine. It sounds good, and uh, I'm looking forward to bigger and better things coming from the group of you sitting there. Thank you so much. It's great that you're listening. How are you listening? Are you listening online or are you listening on the FM dial? No, I'm right here on the FM dial. I'm, I'm at work. And uh, I just, I'm in an unfamiliar area, and I, I just, you know, kind of dial surfing and found you. I was trying to find a radio station I could get some help from some listeners through, not financial help, but uh, just with a, an issue with the United States government. Uh, you're know. calling the wrong show. You may want to call Gary Knoll or maybe uh, Rush Limbaugh or something. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, maybe I, I am. Okay, well. Well, you, you know, we... Not that's that doesn't go without saying that we really appreciate you calling in and, and listening, but we we don't really touch political stuff here. We're more of a uh, you know free and easy rap show. We like to talk about rap and uh, you know the culture around rap. Oh, okay. Well, ten four, bro. Are you do you want to give a shout out while you're on the phone, brother? Oh, uh, I just wanted to say uh, um, I I got the curse on me where you love all people and it works most of the time, but when it don't work, it really don't work. So I want to give a shout out to all the people who know what the definition and uh, application of true love is. Okay, wait, wait. While we're talking about love, Katie Longmire, who's our uh, female guest here, <laughs> do, do you have anything to say about love, Katie Longmire? We, we have someone on the phone who obviously would like to hear your voice. Um, <laughs> what do I have to say about love? I'm, I believe in true love. Hey. I'm, well, I'm you, a know, I, I, you have a lovely voice, Katie. I would sing to you if I had the opportunity to, but I don't know if it's okay on the radio. Mm. <laughs> Peter's uh, in gonna, charge of the, those decisions. Yeah, so I don't... Gonna that one. Yeah, you can't really sing. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to let you go. Thank you for calling, brother. Darmic. Yeah, thank you, bro. All right, yeah, later. God be with you. Peace. You're listening to NW3 Radio on 89.1 FM. Give us a call at 212... 992- 998-1818. That's 212... 992- 998-1818. Do you not 212- remember... Oh, you just really want this god dang... 212... Nine nine eight one eight one eight. Peter really is obsessed with like commanding I, I, me to press these buttons. And you know, if you gave me a remote control, it'd be so much easier. He has to get like a. No, you get to push on that machine. Yeah. We, we'd love for you to call if you're out there. I'd like to thank. That was a very nice thing that guy to call. Yeah, and, and shout out true love, of course. I mean, is idealistic and, and all of that. That was interesting. <laughs> Katie, man, how, did you enjoy your time on the FM dial? Yeah, I love hanging out with you. Thanks, yeah, guys. This Thanks is, for having me. You know what? We, we don't have many women that come through here.
here. I mean, we have Oberg and we have We've quite a few, I would say. We, we, uh, we had that one time we had the uh, girl from the New York Times. Oh, there's someone in the New York Times. Yeah, Liza DeGia. Uh, Liza DeGia. There you go. Your food curated. Yep. She, hey, guys, we have five more minutes. Call in, please. Uh, we love talking to you. Today has been uh, kind of dry. There were there were some calls that we didn't get to pick up because uh, we were doing. Guys, the we'll give you something. We'll give you something. Whoa! Uh, what, whoa! What, okay. Whoa! What are you giving, Peter? All right, I will give away one ticket to the show that Darmic sees next in New York City. What show are you going to? I have no idea. <laughs> what, why don't you give away a ticket to that uh, that 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 trendy weird dance party at Webster Hall that you go to on Thursdays? Which I've, I haven't gone to, and really, but if you want a ticket to house party, I suppose I can see. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, no one wants a ticket to house party. I could give away a ticket to my Halloween party. Oh, Halloween party, oh. Darmic. Okay. So, what, so, hey, Sebastian. You were, you were mentioning this actually before. Yeah, I said I have an extra yeah you do. You do. So, so, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, don't be Darmic. We have four minutes. Do you, you want to take it to the Halloween party? You call yeah. now. All right. 212 998 1818 is the number. 212 998 1818 is the number. Um, time, time is ticking. Time is ticking. Time I mean, is ticking. Sorry to cut you off and, on and all of that. Man. Yeah, we got to play the outro because uh, the, the station's going to they're gonna find us. Things need to happen. <laughs> no, things need to happen. Yeah. Did, why, why were people celebrating Halloween last weekend? It confuses Pe- me. I'm so not into that. People celebrated like, oh, oh we do have a caller. We do have a caller. We have yes, two callers. Look at this. Look at God. Anyways. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Where's that Halloween party at? Yo, what's your name? Where you calling from, man? God, I'm calling from Connecticut. Yo, where in Connecticut you calling from? Where you at? Uh, where? Uh, New Haven. New Haven. I've heard of that. Have you? No, Darmic. I have family in New Haven. Oh. Yeah, of course. Okay. Sebastian, say what's up to the caller. What's up? What's up, brother? Yo, what, could you, I, I'm assuming you want to talk to Katie Longmire because you don't care less about all the dudes in this room. Katie, say what's up to the caller. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so, did he win? Did he not win, Peter? What's uh, you don't win, but thank you for calling. <laughs> WNYU 89.1 FM. Could we have another call? Caller, you're on the air. Caller. Caller. No. Caller. No. No, no. No matter how much you yell at him, he can't. He, he hung up. He hung up on you, or she. Okay, yeah. You. you can't guarantee that these are men anymore. La- yeah, no, La- you can't. Latino or not, DJ Skiz kind of looks Puerto Rican. <laughs> Skiz. Is he here? Is Skiz here? He's right behind you. Oh, okay. I was For like... those who don't know, DJ Skiz produced probably one of the best rap records of the year. Go listen to that Drew Greg. Is someone calling? No, nobody's calling. I just turned off the thing. You're getting really excited about the phone. <laughs> You're getting way too excited. I think we can't do phone calls. No, like next, next week. week we're doing Skypes. <laughs> Skypes. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the people who are calling us. <laughs> next time I'm gonna plug my phone into the into the little extension cord and we're gonna cue up the, the outro. Up the, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. listened to Peter Oasis, Darmic X, Katie Longmire of Good Peoples. Thank you. You've been such a wonderful guest. Thank you, Sebastian Sartor, super Thank producer. You. What do we got next week? Next week, we have a lot of surprise guests. And, of course, we have Emily Oberg making her return to NW3 Radio. Hit the outro, brother. Until next week, we're out. Peace.